When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. That's a wrap. Yo, that's a wrap. It was an amazing experience. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Hope you got some laughs and good entertainment. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Curry in transition, high steps it, backs it up, fires away. The two is good over Paul George. Stephen Curry putting on a show in L.A. He's got 47. The Warriors are still alive. Yeah, Steph Curry would end up with 50 for the 12th time in his career and for the second time this season. And, yeah, what a display it was as Steph Curry goes for 50. 8 of 14 from 3, 21 in the third quarter. It was just must listen, much must watch, uh, kind of one of those out-of-body experience type performances from Steph Curry a day after his 35th birthday, but it's also the second time this season that Steph goes for 50 and the Warriors lose on the road as the Clippers beat the Dubs tonight, 134 to 126. We welcome you inside Warriors wrap-up here. On 95.7 The Game, it's John Dickinson with you. We'll keep this thing rolling uh, up until 11 o'clock and maybe beyond if uh, the people want to talk about this one. Phone number to participate in the program is 888-957-9570, as the Warriors lose for the ninth consecutive time on the road. So they dip to 36 and 34. 70 games in the books, 12 games to go. The next four are going to be on the road. And the bottom line is the Warriors, this is a pivotal loss. Now, it drops them down in the Western Conference standings to the sixth spot as the Clippers move up to fifth. And the Clippers also tie the Warriors in the season series. And with the win, they even their division record, which now becomes the tiebreaker in any two-way tiebreaker between the Clippers and the Warriors. And so the Clippers now one game up, and although it still can change, they also hold the tiebreaker at this point. Clippers 7-7 seven and seven in division games. Again, Pacific Division games, Clippers, Lakers, Warriors, Kings, and Suns. Those head-to-head matchups. And the Warriors now 6-9 and nine in the division uh, as they wrap up the season series with the Clippers. They've already wrapped up the season series against the Lakers and the Suns as well. They have one more game in the division for the season, and that's a game in Sacramento coming up on April the 7th. And so the best that the Warriors would be able to do would be to win that one and end up 7-9 and nine in the 16 divisional games that uh, each team will play 
on a year in year out basis. So eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. A lot to get into here. I thought the Warriors played with a lot more intensity tonight. You could tell early on that they kind of wanted this one. They came out with a purpose. It was an eight one lead and the Warriors started each of the first three quarters by jumping on the Clippers a little bit. It was 8-1 in the first quarter. It was 13-4 run in the second quarter, 10-3 in the third. But then you looked up in the middle of each of those quarters and the Warriors found themselves trailing. And it's another road game for the Dubs where they wind up giving up 130-plus, which puts them right in the similar category as they have been all season long with their record now 7-27 away from Chase Center. And that is a team that basically gives up between 125 and 130 a night on the road, some bottom two, bottom three defense on the road. And so despite just the ultimate Steph Curry performance, the Warriors defense was not there. The free throw line, another area in which the Clippers wind up having the advantage in this game. They get to the free throw line 32 times. And while Steph was going off for his 21 in the third, the Clippers were getting to the free throw line a lot. And that and Eric Gordon basically helped keep the Warriors at bay, even though Steph was keeping the Warriors in the game. Steph went for 21 in the third, and the Warriors lost the third quarter 38-35. to They lost the quarter 38-35, and that was after they started the quarter with a 10-3 advantage. And so, again, I thought there was more purpose. I thought there was more intensity. I thought tonight was not a a care or try or effort type problem for the Warriors. Tonight was just a beyond Steph Curry, this team without Andrew Wiggins and without Gary Payton II involved in the conversation, they just weren't good enough tonight. And you can go up and down the line, Draymond Green, not good enough tonight. Clay Thompson, not good enough tonight. Six of 16, just 15 points for Clay. I thought at times tonight he was doing the best he could defensively against Kawhi Leonard. But the story of this one, to be sure, as we get to the secret sauce of the game, right off the top here, where did the Warriors win or lose? What was the deciding factor? Secret sauce of the game here brought to you by Proposition Chicken. It was twofold in this one for the Warriors, it was offensive rebounds and second chance points, and it was turnovers. Warriors committing 16 turnovers, the bulk of them in the first half and in the first really quarter and a half, and the Clippers ended up with 20 points off the Warriors' 16 turnovers. Warriors with 11 points off of eight turnovers, so the the turnovers just crushers, and then second chance points. Warriors get obliterated the size of the Clippers an issue, and I think the Warriors got caught a little bit trying to match the size of the Clippers on the wing without a couple of wing defenders tonight, and that meant Jonathan Kaminga was in the game as a wing. Draymond was going to be at center because you're not going to play Looney and and Draymond and Kaminga together, and Draymond was getting overpowered on, on the boards by Evita Zubats. And you look at Zubats tonight, he had 16 rebounds. He had five offensive rebounds, 16 total offensive rebounds in this game for the Clippers. And the Clippers uh, really twofold, hitting the Warriors as far as the points off turnovers, 20 and second chance points, 27 second chance points. So even when the Warriors 
were able to get stops. They were not able to secure the rebound. And those two things really did the Warriors in, along with Eric Gordon's third quarter and, and I think the free throw line in the third quarter in particular, where the Clippers were at least able to stop some of the the impact of what Curry was doing. And Curry was going absolutely nuts with the 21 there in that third quarter. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. That, your secret sauce of the game, brought to you by Proposition Chicken. Fried, flipped, fake, this chicken goes three different ways. Now available in eight Bay Area locations with the newest one being in Novato. Let's get to Patrick up first here tonight. Phone lines open, Xfinity Mobile text line open. Patrick, though, gets his tipped off here on Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. What's going on tonight, Patrick? How you doing, buddy? How you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? Good, good. Listen, I, I want to say something bold, and I want you to be patient with me, but this is what I think. I think and I hope this will be Steve Kerr's last season here, and I'm going to tell you why. Steve Kerr, is living, to me, has become mentally unbalanced in a way, and that's because he he's convinced himself that since he was kind of the designer of this small ball, you know, and it's, it's, it has been successful in the past. He just can't mentally come to grips that teams have figured out how to, how to defend and play this uh, challenge small ball. They've gotten more athletic. The league has changed, and he just doesn't want to accept it. And this is the most disappointing thing for me as a fan of this team for 40 years as you have a coach that will not adapt to new reality. I mean, for example... Bob Myers came on, on, K, uh, on, on, on uh, I think, KNBR last week, and he said, what's the point of us picking up players to help when the, the coach won't play them, right? Yeah, thanks, Patrick. Been... Appreciate the call. It was, it was right here on this very station. And so, uh, look, here's the deal, Patrick, and thanks for the call. You, you can make the point that, you know, that, that the league is caught up. And that, that teams do things differently now. More teams have more wings. More teams have the ability to play small and, and all of that. And, and that the Warriors are in a little bit of a, of a different position as far as where they used to be. They also don't have a full deck as to when they try to play small. And, and you know, I think they're getting caught in the fact that, you know, the reality is, if they had more, if they had more big men, like James Wiseman, for example, Xfinity Mobile text line. A couple of people mentioned, hey, Wiseman could have helped the Warriors tonight. Wiseman wouldn't have been playing tonight for the Warriors at any point. Like so much of the key to the Warriors' success has been that style of play, and it's Steph's success, and it's Draymond's success, and it's led to Clay Thompson's success. And so, I I don't really think it's it's an unwillingness to adapt or adjust because the Clippers are still playing four wing players at times and and there's a lot of other nights where they'll play five wing players basically but in certain matchups and tonight's a matchup where the Clippers know the Warriors can't go to their true small ball lineup which would include Wiggins which may include a Gary Payton the second and so you can throw a big man out there because you know that that's going to It'll make Steve Kerr, if he wants to play small, play small with a player that he wouldn't necessarily have out there for as long a period of time as he did tonight, and that guy was Jonathan Kaminga. And so if you're going to play – like if if Wiggins was out there playing and the Warriors were zipping the ball around and Wiggins was attacking the, the basket on offense, they could have run a guy like Zubats off the floor or at least – 
you know, got out in transition to a point where they were making life a little bit more difficult on him to, to pound him the, the way that, that, that he pounded him tonight. So it's a little bit of a tricky – I get it that fans are frustrated about it, and I, I understand, but, but, it's, but the way the roster is built and the way the Warriors have intentionally built the roster is not conducive to having a bunch of big men play. And so they don't put those guys on the roster because when push comes to shove in the biggest moments, they're not going to be on the floor anyway because it's not the Warriors' best five. And even this year, now if you want to make the case that, that there should be another big on this team that, that you know, emergency played, you know, play tonight if Zubats is hitting you a little bit, I mean, that's fair. I mean, to me, the, the simple question tonight is, you could have just put Kevon Looney in the game and played him with Draymond and sat Kaminga down on the bench. Kaminga had zero rebounds in, in the entire time he was on the floor. And you could have let Looney, who was having a nice rebounding game, get out there and try and battle a little bit with Zubots and take your chances that the Clippers are going to, you know, basically double off of Draymond and Looney to the point where maybe Curry doesn't have the ability to go off to the level that he was going off. So it's a catch-22. Uh, you know, if if you, the Warriors, I think in the past had gotten burned by Draymond and Looney playing together, and so you don't want to go to Draymond and Looney playing together. Well, you play Kaminga, and if you're going to play Kaminga, then Kaminga has to pitch in on the boards. Everybody has to pitch in on the boards. I don't want to be necessarily singling him out, although he was kind of low motor tonight on the boards. And I do think, you know, at times it it's. You know, tough also to rebound if you're out defending on the perimeter, which a lot of times he was defending on the perimeter. And I think late in the game he picked up a couple of fouls trying to really be more aggressive in that vein. But when you look at the way this Warriors team is built, they're built to finish games with Steph, Clay, Draymond, Wiggins, and then pick your fifth. DiVincenzo, Looney, Kaminga, Poole, whoever that is on a given night that's playing well, GP2, and rolling with it that way, and when the the pieces are, are are not fully available, they get caught with somebody out there in a key stretch that maybe makes them more vulnerable. And I think that was that was the case uh, in the game tonight. So I I, it, I don't think it's a refusal necessarily for Kerr to adapt. And uh, you're not going to want to miss what Steve Kerr had to say after this game. I I just think it's more the Warriors have a way that's that's been successful for them to this point this season. And over this last decade, and you know that's what when they're clicking, they do best. And how they beat teams like the Clippers in the past, how they beat Boston last year, how they beat Memphis and, and all of these other teams. It's with just a little bit of big, but also the versatility and the ability to let their guard play and let their wing play and their switchability both offensively and defensively it'll be able to 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 lead them to a lot of these wins so eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero tony and alameda next here on 95 seven the game hey tony hi good evening thank you uh giddy hello i'm here tony what do you got man okay all right yes listen you know i'm i'm kind of puzzled on this lineup we have tonight okay we did good uh, the other night. Okay, we had we had uh, Jamichael Green, who's who's really effective. Tonight we hardly see him. Okay, we hardly see uh, Looney. Then we have Kuminga here. Kuminga, he didn't know where he was tonight. Okay, turn turnovers, he, he, and he goes in the paint. He doesn't know what to do on turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Uh, 
what's what's up with that lineup there tonight compared to the other night that we had was so good. And despite that, Curry is doing so good. I mean, Clay he did his. Uh, the other night, I know we had we had Dividenzo, we got Clay and Curry going hot. And tonight, uh, Dividenzo is off, and and now we we got what, what was his name? Uh, Jordan Poole. He's doing good. Dividenzo is not. It's it's vice versa. And maybe it's, it's the wrong uh, lineup tonight, or we're just missing some big men down below. We were we were getting eat up there by by uh, uh, Kuzma down below. Yeah, Zubots. They were getting eat up by Zubots down below. Let, let's figure it out. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Thanks, Tony. Avica Zubots, not Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma plays for Washington. Used to play for the Lakers. Uh, look, callers are on one tonight. We're zero for two as far as the callers go tonight here on on Warriors wrap up on ninety five seven the game. But I I will continue to hand out the phone number. 888-957-9570. And yes, 240, Xfinity Mobile text line. Yeah, I did shut the caller down right out of the chute. Uh, because the reality is, if, if you're going to bring, you, you got to have an option. If you're going to if you're gonna rip Steve Kerr, you got to have some alternate options that make sense. If you're going to rip Steve Kerr, you got to at least know who the hell's playing for the other team. All right? Otherwise, yeah, I am going to jump in. And I am going to, I, I am going to correct you. And, and I am going to give my take on it uh, as opposed to your take on it. Uh, but here's, here's the reality as far as, as far as how this goes for, for the Warriors right now. They, they didn't have enough good players tonight. Like, it's not about the lineups per se. And now, uh, that being said, Kevon Looney probably should have been out there in the fourth quarter. And, and, I would have, and I'll, I'll offer a suggestion with a tangible put Looney in, take Kaminga out, Put Looney out there with Draymond, DiVincenzo, Curry, and Clay Thompson down the stretch in the game and see if that can win it for you. Now, I think the concern, again, as I just mentioned, is the fact that at times that makes the Warriors more guardable because teams, and the Clippers have done this in the past, sag off a Looney and, and Draymond, and it's two non-scorers out there, which allows the rest of the defenders to be able to, to pay more attention to Curry and Clay Thompson and, and whoever else is out there. So there is a risk-reward as far as that goes. But, you know, the bottom line is, and, you know, you, you can run through the, the different players tonight as far as cobbling together a, a line. I really think that's the only question. As far as this goes, I, I really do, Tony. I think the only question is, I mean, you look at, at who played well and who didn't play well tonight. You know, Curry played well. Klay Thompson didn't play well, but he's still going to be out there down the stretch. Draymond Green didn't play well uh, in the game tonight, but he's still going to be playing down the stretch. Uh, DiVincenzo's been one of the Warriors' best closing players as of late. You know, Jordan Poole had another night where he scored some but had four turnovers and really is somebody that the opposition looks to attack in a major way down the stretch in, in you know, really at any points in different games. So he wasn't going to be out there tonight. So, I mean, I think it, it made sense. You know, Kaminga, I thought, offensively was fine. Uh, ended up with eight points and, and put a little bit of pressure on the rim. But but defensively, you know, you got to have him out there because of the wings that the, that the Clippers have. But if he's going to be out there and you're going to play a little bit smaller with more wing players, then he's got to pitch in on the glass. I'm not putting it on him. But, again, it's, you know, he's the – he, for some reason, is one of the players, I think because he flashes, that 
Warrior fans don't ever want to say maybe shouldn't be on the floor or maybe was part of the problem. You know, and, and so I think that has to be pointed out. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm with you. Anybody, uh, to me, Looney could have been out there and probably should have been out there. But Jamichael Green didn't play well tonight. Moses Moody, you know, whatever. He, he played his 10 minutes. They, they got by. He was fine. I don't know that he necessarily needed to play more tonight or less. And so Steve Kerr rolled with the guys for the most part that, that had been playing. I mean, Steph and Clay were going to be out there. DiVincenzo and Draymond were going to be out there. So really we're talking about should Kevon Looney have been in the game? And if Looney was going to be in the game, he wasn't going to be in the game for DiVincenzo, Draymond, Clay, or Steph. So it, the, the, the real question is, would you rather have Looney out there than, than Kaminga when you're getting your ass kicked on the boards and Kevon Looney in this game has 13 rebounds and Jonathan Kaminga has zero? You know, so you know, that to me is is the, the, the question and a big part of the story, along with the turnovers, especially early, which the Clippers got 20 points off the Warriors' turnovers. And a lot of that negated a special night from Steph Curry and in, in particular a special third quarter from Steph Curry. All right, 888-957-9570. Against my better judgment, I'm going to keep it rolling on the phones here because we do have people that want to... Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soup delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Talk, and that includes Oscar and Stockton on 95.7 The Game. What's going on tonight, Oscar? Hey, what's going on, my man? And uh, the last call, I don't know what's wrong with him. I think he's a little bit too much off that Tito's rocket, but other than that, <laughs> You know, the Warriors, they undermanned. If anybody's been watching the game, you know about the Warriors were undermanned. In this game, they have too many big wings. And we with our rotation on defense, we are doubling team too much in the post, and we are leaving people wide open on a perimeter. 
That's our main thing. We get beat off the dribble. But my thing is that if we don't get beat off the dribble, I'd rather give up twos, contested twos, than give up open threes. And another thing about that, on our defense, we got to know our personnel. When, when Plumlee was in the game down low, instead of them giving him layups, they should be fouling him. Fouling him and understand that you have to get out on the shooters, especially um, with Eric Gordon. You got to know, you know your personnel. We wave, we, we stand behind, two feet behind him. Don't, he will shoot the ball. And, that, and that's what he was doing. But other than that, man, the Warriors is under, man, and we're going to make a roster move, bring Lang back, and we'll be all right. We'll be all right once Wiggins get back. God is good. He has Wiggins back and GP, too. So everybody just hold down the fort, and we'll be all right. Thanks for the call, Oscar. Yeah, I, I agree with you on Plumlee. When, when he's got the ball, and there were a couple of times he had the ball, you do want to lay some fouls on him, make him shoot some of those ugly left-handed free throws. Uh, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And, yeah, they, they did. And the Warriors, that's been the story of them on the road this season is the fact that, that they do leave three-point shooters to help in other places, and the ball gets kicked to them. And when the Warriors have been on the road – teams drill three-pointers to the tune of 40.7% on the season coming into this game, and the Clippers knocked down 16-34 tonight and did it at a 47% clip. So the Warriors' bad three-point defense on the road, it that that 40.7 kicked up a little bit tonight because of the 16 for 34 that the Clippers laid on them and, and nearly matched the Warriors' 17 of, of 36. Both teams striping it from three at a 47% clip in this one, but uh, the Clippers were getting offense from a lot of other areas. The free throw line, 15-point advantage, the second chance points, 16-point advantage, and the points on turnovers, and nine-point advantage, and you add it all up, and that, that proves to be the difference in a game where the Warriors did play with more purpose, more intensity, more effort, more commitment, more, hey, I want this game than I think we've seen there uh, to, you know, to really at any point this season. And it still wasn't enough. It, it, it still wasn't enough against a Clippers team that at least for tonight was a little bit more whole. And now the Warriors are going to have to go to Atlanta and Memphis and Houston, who beat the Lakers tonight and beat Boston within the last week, and Dallas, who got a win against San Antonio but is playing without – Luca and Kyrie right now, and they're going to have to figure out a way to win a couple of these games. And the next one, they're going to have to figure out how to win without Draymond Green because Draymond picked up his 16th technical foul tonight, threw the ball at Russell Westbrook, hit him, picked up a tech. You can say, ah, oh, Westbrook you know, came, you know, came at him first and, and all of that, but that's a technical that probably isn't going to get rescinded in a night where Draymond didn't play particularly well, and now he's out because 16 technical fouls means a one-game suspension. And so Draymond winds up crossing a new line by which he has not crossed before in his Warriors career, and that is picking up that 16th technical, which means one-game suspension. Uh, Should also point out now that if you get to 18, you get one freebie now uh, for for those and – Draymond joins Dylan Brooks as the two players in the NBA who have reached the 16-tech threshold. And so you get a freebie at 17, but if you get to 18, that's another one-game suspension. 
And so we hadn't seen Draymond get the 16, and now he is at 16. But if he gets he gets a freebie at 17, but 18 would be another game, 20 would be another game. It's it's every other now technical once you reach the limit of 16 in which you would get suspended. So keep that in the back of your mind here for the 12 remaining games. And, and it is a back-to-back with Atlanta and Memphis Friday and Saturday, but this is where tonight's game winds up hurting you potentially for Friday's game because the Warriors in all likelihood still going to be dramatically shorthanded on the wing with you know not having Wiggins and and not having GP. And now you're not going to have Draymond Green as well. So going to be a lot more Jonathan Kaminga. We'll see what happens with Anthony Lamb. I, I got to think the Warriors have to finally put Anthony Lamb into that roster spot, the 15th roster spot, because they're going to need somebody that can can play uh, just as another big in that game against Atlanta as they try and break this now nine-game road losing streak uh, in the ATL. 888-957-9570. Saints is next. Is it Saints joining us here on on 95.7 The Game? What's going on tonight, Saints? Hey, hey, how's it going, man? How's it going? Um, Good. I just wanted to to, to say this, um, I felt like it was a good game, good effort by the Warriors. Um, high energy, high play on both sides. You got to give Clippers the credit. They came out there at home. They put up big numbers. They executed. But I feel like where this game was lost was definitely in the first quarter. Um, I don't know directly what lineup was in, but I believe it was a lineup of Jordan Poole, Moses Moody. And I think Looney and Clay, and I forget who the fifth was, but it was another wonky-ass three-guard lineup that obviously got eviscerated. We had brought the lead back from from 10. We were teetering all game from 10, 9, to 7, and I think we had brought it to 7. And Jordan Poole must have took a bad layup or made a mistake, and I remember them running right down their throat. Steve Kerr immediately calls a timeout. My whole thing is this. I know you have Kaminga as a four, but how about putting him at the three, man? If you're playing a large, lanky team in the Clippers, why would you go out there with Jordan Poole with bad turnover issues, Moses Moody, who seems to be honestly lost out there. I mean, he's a hustle guy right now. He's a hustle guy when he came into the league as a straight-up shooter. And it's just, it's kind of getting repetitive. It's the same old rigid way of thinking with Steve when you have an explosive player off the bench who's willing to give you effort. I know we said he didn't have zero rebounds tonight, but he played great defense out on the perimeter. I saw multiple times where he boxed out his players. We're giving credit for boxing out nowadays. <laughs> That's how sad it is. Like, I've seen him make winning plays. So I don't know what, what the coaching staff is seeing. And maybe it's a jaded view for me because I do like Kaminga. I like Kaminga. I like athletic wings. I like twitchy wings. But I feel like if he was giving a little bit more opportunity instead of just being, like, flushed out in the fourth quarter, just throw him out there because, ah, he got to get the minute mark. Like, that wasn't smart. You should have run a Steph, Clay, Kaminga, Raymond, Looney lineup. Yeah, and thanks for the call, Saints. Here, here's the deal. The Warriors played Kaminga at the three early in the year, and it was an unmitigated disaster to the point where 
they pretty much decided that that he needed to be a four for for this team this season. It it just they there were lineups where he was out there with Draymond and Jamichael Green. There were lineups where he was out there with uh you know it, it, it just where he was out there as the three and it just. It just didn't work. And the Warriors are a more guard-heavy team. A lot of their better players, even their bench players, Poole and DiVincenzo are guards, which means you know you want to find minutes for them, more playable players, and so that kicks Kaminga down the line. I, I don't know if Kaminga eventually is a 3-4 type, like if he ever becomes a starting player where you know, kind of like Andrew Wiggins can start at the three but then play four for you in, in smaller lineups. I don't know if that's what Kaminga becomes. I think the Warriors would, would love for Kaminga to become that. But at this point, his his handle is not good enough. His shot is not good enough to be out there at the three. And the truth is, you know, defensively, he's much better as an on-ball defender than he is somebody that that's going to be you – know, it's it, than he is as a team defender. He's basically, hey, Kaminga, go, go hound somebody. Go hound some, but go go. This is your guy. Take him, put some pressure on him. He's he's really been better against guards than he has been for the most part against wings. Although he's had his moments tonight against, or he's had his moments this season against against wing players as well. And so uh, he's just not a three, and he's especially not a three on this team with as many guards as they have. Like you're not the the Warriors are not looking to play bigger necessarily by having more centers come in and dropping people down a peg. If anything, they want to go the other way, typically. And I think they made the case, you know, the three and seven start. And basically when when the, the only time you kind of see Kaminga as a pseudo three is when he's out there with Anthony Lamb, because Anthony Lamb compliments his game. And Steve Kerr's mentioned this a lot. Uh, Anthony Lamb's compliment compliments his game because Anthony Lamb can shoot it and be a ball mover and so, you know, three, four, four, three. You you can quibble about who who is who in that. I think Lamb is probably more the three there. But because the two of them have those skill sets that are so different, they do allow. Uh, I think Steve Kerr to be more comfortable in, in having Kaminga out there. But I get the frustration about the about you know not having his, a, a, a break the glass throw a big man in there when Zubats is getting off to spell Kevon Looney. Like, I absolutely understand that. There's no doubt about it. But you have to understand that this team's success over the last decade has been predicated with these future Hall of Fame players by playing small ball. So, you know, you're not going to build the roster out just for, oh, you know, Zubat, you know, because a lot of times the minutes you're offering those players are going to be so few and far between or so game-specific as to, like, tonight would have been a game where if you did have a big man that's your 12th, 13th man out there, you might have thrown him in the game. But but a lot of times when you're signing quality players at those positions, you got to promise them a little bit more than that even to get them to sign and the Warriors can't honestly look at those players and say, well, you're going to get enough of these minutes to, to where it's necessarily going to be, going to be worth your while. Uh, 888-957-9570. Let's keep it rolling here uh, with the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, as uh, he addressed the media down in Los Angeles. And uh, pretty interesting comments from Coach Kerr as to why he's not frustrated by this loss tonight. I uh, want to make sure you are able to hear that. So here's Steve Kerr. Just, uh, frustration. Like this, and I'm actually not frustrated. I mean, I loved our effort. 
Our guys were connected, came out and battled. I thought the Clippers played a great game. You know, they had 30 assists and seven turnovers, shot the lights out from three, you know, made 16 threes. Um, their, their offensive rebounding was a huge factor in the game, but, you know, that's especially with our roster the way it is right now with missing a lot of key guys. Um, we're, we're vulnerable on, on the glass. So I just thought the Clippers played a great game. I love the way our guys played. They hung in there. Steph was just sublime. That was incredible to watch him play tonight. Um, it was a great, great game. Uh, we just came up short. At this point, do you think it's more important to be showing those signs of playing really well on the road and maybe getting close? necessarily what the end result is yeah i mean it's always about the process you know we're always um, looking at um, how how we're playing and are we connected and are we fighting and and uh, that game felt felt right out there tonight it just doesn't mean we were we always made the right play we made plenty of mistakes but the, it's a game of mistakes um i just felt like um we really competed and um gave ourselves a chance but clippers were were too good tonight how big of a Blow. I mean, Draymond, if that tech isn't ascended, is going to miss miss Friday's game with Andre out. And Kerry, I think you guys are the only nine players available. Just how much of a yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh, we'll we'll see what what happens with that. But obviously, we need everybody that we can get right now. Uh, but um, we'll see. It. We'll see how it plays out. Coach, this team has always been championship contender right now. But um, considering the the West and the uh, the ranking on the on the West, what is the uh, feel like in the locker room what is the vibe like i think the vibe is really positive um you know our guys like each other they like uh playing together that we have a lot of continuity you know within the group we're defending nba champions um you know there's a lot to to be um excited about and a lot to look forward to we're right in the thick of everything in the playoff race and uh you know we're hoping to get get some guys healthy and um you know be be stronger uh physically and uh health wise going into the playoffs but the vibe's good when Steph is playing the way he's playing tonight what do you tell him what do you tell the rest of the players just to let him go at it or just it's like one of the guys throwing a no hitter just leave him alone. Leave, let him sit in the dugout and in between innings and don't say anything to him. It was stunning watching that show tonight, uh, watching some of the shots, shot making, the playmaking. Uh, you know, we, we're, we're so lucky on so many levels to, to coach Steph, to play with Steph, our fans um, being able to watch Steph. And um, he puts on a great show every single night, but this, um, this ranks right up there with um, some of the great individual performances that I've ever seen from him. All-Star, I think you're, you're talking about it's overall defense. Since then, how have you seen it progress and what are kind of the next steps you want to I think the main thing is uh, the connection and the, the level of competition. You know, we came out with a great mindset. Uh, we kept fighting. You know, we look for certain things within the game that are, that are crucial. Uh, I thought the fouling in the third quarter turned the tide. And that that has been a problem. I think they shot about 15 free throws in the third quarter. So we got to do a better job with that. And then we got to try to do as good a job as we can on the glass. You know, the offensive boards uh, hurt us, but the effort was there. Um, and that's the main thing. If you get that effort night after night and that connection, and uh, and um, I think I think we'll be in good shape. So Steve Kerr not frustrated, and the reason he's not frustrated is the the classic. 
if you bring that effort consistently, you're going to win a lot of games. And I, I can kind of see where, where Steve Kerr would, would think that, but now you're going to Atlanta, and, and the problem for the Warriors is they're going to be even more shorthanded for that game in Atlanta than they were tonight because Draymond's not going to be playing in that one due to the technical foul. So that becomes an even bigger problem. And the other issue is there have been very few road games where the Warriors have brought the level of intensity that they brought to this game tonight. And so when you, when you, you can say it, but you know, the Warriors worked hard tonight and Steph did his thing tonight and it still wasn't enough. And I think every time you do that and it's not enough, it gets harder to come back and do it again and again and again. And these games are coming rapid fire here with Friday, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday before the Warriors get back home. And they have to make sure that they win at least one, at least one, if not two of these games here uh, between now and, and the end of this road trip a, a week from tonight to, to help keep themselves. I, I think two keeps you at six. I think one one may even keep you at six. I think one probably puts you six, seven, eight, you know, pretty, pretty, you know, close to six, seven, eight. And so you look at that and I think, uh, you know, I, I think you'd feel okay about that given the way the Warriors have played at home this season and their ability to, hell, they might go 4-0 in the next four-game homestand or 3-1 and at that point, but only five home games to go as far as now seven uh, on the road. All right, let's get to the hardest-working player of the game, which is obviously an easy one tonight. Curry, screen by Michael Green, splits traffic down the lane, around Batum, up and in for Stephen Curry. What a shot! It's a two-point game. Curry again putting his will on an important contest. Yeah, a lot of Steph Curry will tonight on full display with the 21-point third quarter, the 50-point effort. Uh, Unfortunately, the Warriors, though, lost that third quarter. He went for 21, Warriors lose the quarter, and the bottom line really is they just can't get enough stops, and tonight in particular when they did get stops, they couldn't get the offensive rebound, and the Clippers were able to put it right back in, and the second chance points ultimately do the Warriors in, but... Steph Curry just fantastic uh, as he goes for 50 in the loss. Unfortunately, second time this season that the Warriors have lost a Steph Curry 50-point game. They lost in Phoenix back on November the 16th, 130-119. to So a similar score. And the Warriors now 8-4 and in 12 career games where Steph goes for 50 or more. 888 a couple of text messages to get to here in just a moment, but your hardest working player of the game is brought to you by AC Transit. AC Transit looking for hard workers and is offering a $2,000 bonus for new bus operators and journey level mechanics to join their team. For complete details and to apply, visit actransit.org slash careers. That's actransit.org slash careers. All right, uh, we'll go ahead and end it. Uh, on that note, actually, as we are right up against the 11 o'clock hour, uh, we'll allow for cooler heads to prevail and uh, the Warriors to head for the southeast and Atlanta and Memphis before traveling to Houston and Dallas on the way back and the Warriors back in action next here on Friday on 95.7 The Game. So that'll do it for me. I'm going to be in tomorrow with Matt Steinmetz, next couple of days, actually, for, for Daryl the Guru Johnson in with Steiny, 10 to 2 here on 95.7 The Game. And Willard and Dibbs will have Warriors live for you coming up on Friday 
That is a 4.30 tip, so it's a 3.30 Warriors Live. Willard and Dibbs will have that one for you. And then uh, Alan Stiles is going to have Warriors wrap up on Friday with me doing the 10 to 2 show. I'll be back with you on the weekend with the Warriors this week from 10 to 1. And then I'll have Warriors live and Warriors wrap up after the game against the Grizzlies on Saturday. So thanks to Sterling Bennett. Thanks to everybody uh, who put together the program in our San Francisco studios. I'm John Dickinson. Again, join me tomorrow, 10 to 2 with Steiny, And uh, keep it locked right here on your home for Warriors basketball as Fox Sports Radio is coming your way next. Clippers beat the Warriors tonight, 134 to 126. And you heard it all right here on 95.7 The Game. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.